Welcome back, fellow moms. Um, this is Momming Up Podcast. This is Chelsea. You guys have just me tonight. Um, I am sitting on our deck out back. So if you hear dogs, if there's a little bit of a breeze, I apologize. But taking advantage of the warm, coolish weather that we're having here in Oregon. So taking care of myself. A little bit of self-care while we podcast this afternoon or this evening. Um, today's topic that I wanted to talk about with you guys is self-care. Um, I work in the field of social work and so it is something that is constantly talked about in my career. Uh, outside of just being a mom and then uh, being a mom it's something that not many moms really identify as something that's priority um and I think that's pretty common uh I don't think it's anything that we have to necessarily be ashamed of um so yeah we're gonna just kind of jump right on in um I first wanted to talk about kind of why I think we have to have self-care in general as moms. Um, And I think a lot of it has to do with that mom guilt that we can have. Um, I was actually looking it up earlier today. Reasons why moms experience mom guilt. Um... Some of it can be from personal insecurities, outside pressures from family, friends, social media, and any other source. Um, I personally don't have... I mean, I obviously have insecurities, but I personally don't have any like outside pressures from family or friends. Um, but I think social media is a huge, huge role in mom guilt, especially like now in current age um I think about Instagram and how people are often um posting pictures and videos of birth these like immaculate huge birthday parties they're having for their kids um baby showers um even new baby announcements it's like there's this somewhat pressure to almost share on social media these like perfect picture moments which don't get me wrong I love pictures I love capturing family photos my sister-in-law who hopefully I'll be able to get onto this podcast uh here soon she's pretty busy but um she is a photographer and I think it's so important to have family photos maternity photos newborn photos all all the photos But, um, I think social media has become such an outlet for some of those highlights. And so it, it can really cause that guilt that moms have, um, even just like scrolling through, um, an Instagram feed or on Facebook, uh, scrolling through and just seeing these things, uh, and just feeling that pressure, like, well, I didn't do that for his first birthday or 
even like now being pregnant with Brindley, um, I feel guilty in the fact that I haven't been taking like weekly photos like I did with Braxton. Um, I mean, granted, it's because I have Braxton, a one and a half year old, almost two year old. Um, and so it just makes it harder to take those pictures. Um, but I feel guilty that I haven't been able to, especially not knowing if this will be our last pregnancy. Um, I feel like our family will be complete after this, but it's just mom guilt, I think, is the main reason it's so important to have that self-care as a mom. And so that's why I wanted to make sure that um, it was one of the first episodes um, or podcast episodes, I guess, um, that I talked about with you guys. Um, I also think personal insecurities can play a huge role into that um, as well. Um, scrolling through Instagram and allowing that to personally affect you can be really hard. Um, I know for myself, if I am scrolling through Instagram, or sometimes I find myself even scrolling through Pinterest um, for like baby shower ideas or um, birthday ideas, um, I'll be scrolling through and it's like, oh, I want to make that want to make that happen which is fine it's good to have a goal um and to have a vision um but I think oftentimes we put so much pressure on ourselves um as mothers uh so much so that sometimes I feel like that pressure isn't necessarily needed um so that's why we are going to talk about self-care um and why I feel it's so important for us as moms. Um, and like I said, being in the field of social work, we talk about self-care a lot. I think something that has caused me to feel like callous to the concept of self-care is oftentimes it's like suggestions of like, you know, go for a walk take a shower, um, do your hair, do your makeup, but especially as moms, I feel like that's something that we should be able to do irregardless, like, that should not be a form of self-care, um, so I'm going to actually pull up a list of some things moms can do for self-care um some of it is for busy moms um some of it is for moms who might have a little more extra time um so the first one on this list is focus on physical this has a lot to do with that like take a walk concept but I feel like a lot of that like just take a walk is so like minuscule like you should be able to do that anyways like it shouldn't be a form of self-care um but something I like that was included in this um was like go out like make a day of it and go out on like a kayak or um to a lake 
uh, or even just spending time in your garden. Um, we don't have one this year, but we are hoping to have one next year. And I can totally see myself just getting lost in that. Um, the only additional thing with that that I am getting kind of tripped up on is that you're taking care of something. Um, and you're already taking care of your kiddos so it makes it hard to want to go out and take care of a garden on top of that but I can totally see myself using that as a form of self-care which is good Um, another thing they have on the list is give your brain a boost Um, I really like this one reading a good book I honestly cannot remember the last time I read a good book. Um, Maybe it was two years out of college, a year out of college that I read a good book. (laughs) Um, That's something I definitely need to work on. Something that I could definitely put more effort into. Um, Some other things to help boost your um, brain activity, write in your journal. Uh, sketch something you love or pick up a coloring book I know for me oftentimes especially with work if I'm in training I will tend to color while listening and that just helps me focus um this next one on the list is a little against how I feel um about self-care as I mentioned, you know, like taking a bath or taking a shower, that's something you should be able to do. That shouldn't be included in self-care, but um, I'll go ahead and add it in here anyways. Um, but they say pamper yourself, um, relax in a hot bath, play on a spa day, which I love that because that's, you're taking time out of your day planning something to go somewhere um, and enjoying a spa. I've never been to one, but, I mean, hint, hint, Michael, if you want to take me, I mean, or drop me off, (laughs) Um, I think that would be awesome. Uh, Sneak in a nap. I don't necessarily like the fact that they use the word sneak, because, heck, we're moms. We shouldn't have to sneak anything in, except for snacks. (laughs) Um, And then also says give yourself a facial, which is good but at the same time have someone else give it to you go go do it on your own like don't do stuff for yourself like have others do things for you when you're doing self-care is my point of view (laughs) this is a huge one that I think a lot of times especially as you get married and have children your wife and a mom it can be so hard to remember this but it's so important find time for your friends um so important I have I think maybe one or two like super close friends and it's so important that you keep in contact with them even if it's a short text just to say hey saying hi I miss you um just so they know that you're thinking of them um it's so important to stay in contact with your friends it's so important 
um, some of those ways you can stay in contact with them and finding time for them. Have lunch at a new restaurant, which I love that. that it takes planning to find a new restaurant and go out to eat. It takes time out of your day to, like, go and do something out of the ordinary. Um, you can volunteer with a friend. You can join a book club or mom's group. Um, and I... I'm not in the Portland area, but they also mentioned go to an art walk, like in Seattle or Tacoma, any of those areas. This one I thought was pretty interesting that they have here on this list. Um, take a leap. Um, so go and do something that you've never done before. You can go with your spouse, you can go by yourself. Um, they have a couple things on here. Go-kart racing. Lo visit a local landmark for the first time. Geocaching. Um, I know a lot of people do that with their kids. I never thought about doing it on my own. <laughs> um, they also have indoor rock climbing. Start writing your memoir. Which I thought was really cool. Um, or heck, even start your own podcast. Whatever you gotta do, um, something that takes planning is my is my go-to answer. Um, another thing on this list is hone in on your skills, which I like, but some of the stuff they have listed isn't necessarily my favorite. Like up your cooking game by trying a new and different recipe. I don't know about you moms, but. I honestly hate cooking because I hate having to come up with what to have for dinner. Like, I swear, I always, I tell everyone, no one told you the worst thing about adulting is having to come up with, not only come up with what to have for dinner, but you also have to cook it. It's literally the worst. <laughs> um... But they also have get back into a sport you love, which I, I love that. I um, was on dance team in high school, and I have been wanting to get into a dance class to just get back into it. Um, I think it'd be so fun um, getting back into a hobby that I had since, I don't know how, how old I was in sixth grade. <laughs> Um, but I think that would be so fun to get it back into that and meet people like around my age. It's just been something I've been super nervous to do. So hold me accountable, guys. <laughs> um, take a painting or drawing class, strum that guitar you've neglected. Um, so as much as I didn't like the first one on this list, on the hone your skills, um, about the cooking I do like the other things they have listed I mean you're just picking up things you used to do before you became a mom which I love um I think that definitely helps you regain that identity you have outside of motherhood um and I love that the next thing on this list they have is get silly 
sing along to your favorite music, host a game night, go see a comedy show, or dance in your living room. Um, my husband and I actually went on a date night. I think it's Harvardy's Comedy Club out in Portland. Um, we don't go to Portland often for many reasons. <laughs> and we haven't been there in a, quite some time. Um, but, man... It was good. It was fun to, like I said, plan a date night, get out of the house, do something out of the ordinary. And on top of that, you're laughing. You are watching a comedian. And it was a great time. Um, another one they have on this list is prepare to unwind. Um, not a super fan of this first one. But it's okay. Um, fill your pantry with your favorite teas and healthy snacks so they're there when you want them. Um, healthy snacks. Yes, of course. That's good. But I also think as a mom, having to restock the pantry is the worst thing. In, one of the worst things in the world outside of deciding what to make for dinner. Um, so I don't know if I necessarily would group that into self-care. Um, but then they also have listed, which I love this, is stock up on basic self-care items like sunscreen lotion, cough syrup, fun ones like nail polish, essential oils, and bath products. Those last three are my favorite. Um, I'm super into essential oils. Love all the products that Young Living has to offer. So, um, if you're interested in those, hit me up. But I use that as a form of self-care. I actually just ordered some face cleansers and lotions from them. And so I'm super excited to try that. Um, and then there's also another thing under prepare to unwind. Find a space in your house that you can prep with comfort, like a favorite blanket, pillow, or go-to relaxing spot. And oh my goodness, I am so excited. I just ordered my very first uh, Barefoot Dreams blanket, and I cannot wait. I got it um, for when I go into labor with baby girl, but... Um, I am super excited to get it. It is going to be my blanket. I'm not going to share it. <laughs> Staying in my bedroom. Michael can't borrow it. It's mine. <laughs> it's pink, so hopefully he won't want it. Um, but yes. So that is kind of the list that they have. Um, it's from Kaiser Permanente. Nine essential self-care tips for busy moms. Um... But I was also interested in knowing, um, like, why moms don't do self-care. Um, so I looked that up. Let me pull this up. I know I personally find it hard to do self-care. Because it means that I have to also have someone else watch my child. 
and I don't know how many of you are listening who know my child, Braxton. <laughs> he's very malcontent, um, so he's very picky with who watches him. And my mom actually is the one who watches him Monday through Thursday uh, when I'm working. And so to ask her to watch him for an additional day or evening is hard um, because I know my mom is my mom and I know she needs self-care as well (laughs) Um, especially watching Braxton it can be a lot Um, so I find it hard to kind of let go of that Um, and I also because Braxton is so malcontent I find it hard to find interest in looking for a different sitter outside of my mom because I get I get so worried that he's gonna get so worked up um I know we mentioned this in one of the first in the very first podcast but um he has suffered from breath holding spells and so he gets so worked up that he um he gets so worked up that he will cry and hold his breath and pass out and so I try and do my best to avoid getting letting him get upset and so that's another reason I find troubles letting anyone else watch him other than my mom (laughs) um but a fact that I thought was interesting was uh that I found when looking up why moms don't participate in self-care is Moms have a tendency to put yourself last. Um, According to a joint survey done by healthy women and working mothers, 78% of moms report they put off taking care of their own health because they were too busy looking after their loved ones. And that makes my heart, like, it breaks my heart. Um, Because that's so many moms putting themselves last. Um not only putting their children first, but also their husbands. Um, Just so many, so many moms experiencing things that we have no idea they're experiencing. Um, And yet here we have these Instagram reels um, or pages that show up as like perfect like and then there's all these moms who are not taking care of themselves on top of that um and then on top of that there's also mom shaming and that let me it just makes me so sad that moms have this feeling that they just, they don't, they can't reach out to anybody, um, and that they, they don't have the right to take care of themselves, it's just so sad, um, but I also wanted to bring up, um, I know when I spoke with Michael, he had asked, um, on the first podcast he had asked about mom shaming and kind of what that was 
and so I wanted to pull up the definition um, of that. Mom shaming happens when people criticize a mother for making parenting choices that differ from the choices they have made or would make themselves. For example, if you don't breastfeed your child, you're doing it wrong. Mom shaming should not be a thing, guys. We should not be looking down or criticizing what other moms are doing. Or in the atmosphere our world is in right now, we shouldn't be criticizing anyone for anything they do differently. If it's not hurting you or them physically or mentally, it's none of your business. Um, I'm a firm believer in everyone is, is making the choices they believe is best and what's right for themselves and their children and their families. And we should all respect that, especially as moms who we know how hard it can be being a mom and, and then shaming others for doing something differently. It's just, it blows my mind that it even has to be something, a subject to talk about mom shaming. It's just horrible. Um, anyways, I don't want to end on mom shaming. So, um, I actually, um, saw something on, of course, Instagram, Um, It was a challenge that uh, a mom had put out there for other moms. And I'm going to pose it to you guys. Um, So the next time you're with like an aunt or sister or anyone who's a mom, take some candid pictures of them being a mom. So like wiping their kid's nose, opening up a snack, like running after them, changing a diaper, I mean, do anything, (laughs) but take some candid pictures and send it to them, um, after you have, like, parted ways, so if you won't see them again that day, like, send, send them the pictures, um, it is so encouraging to see them, um, I know that I take candid pictures of my husband with the kids all the time and so to to be with another fellow mom and then after you're done hanging out with them to get those pictures it's amazing you get to look back and see those moments when you were being a a mom and not even thinking about it (laughs) um and to have those candid pictures is so awesome um so that is my challenge for you guys to like I said next time you're with your your sister or your mom or um an aunt or a friend um in the era mom take some candid pictures of them um in the moments of them just being mom Uh, don't say anything to them just take some candid pictures send it to them after you like have left like parted ways and then let them do with those pictures what they please they want to post them if they just want to keep them let them have them um I just think it's a great challenge and I think it's really uplifting I think it really turns around 
how we can see ourselves as moms. So, I know you just got me this time for this podcast. I do have someone in mind for next week. Um, I am so thankful you are joining in to listen. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, Again, thank you for uh, subscribing and making sure you like the podcast. You can um, continue to listen on Spotify. And never forget, you are always momming up.